So I have a very special guest today. She is an emotional empowerment coach, and her main passion in life is to help others and transform their anxiety, low confidence, self-doubt into lasting, unconditional happiness and self-love. And she learned this through holistic health, mindset and mindfulness practices, as well as emotional empowerment work. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Tara. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat with you today. You are coming all the way from Australia, and I am absolutely so excited to hear all about your journey and how you got to where you are today. So I am just super excited. Let me ask you this first. How did you kind of get into this this work and really, like, how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, well, yeah, it stemmed from my own personal journey of struggling with chronic anxiety and depression for most of my life. I think from around 12 years old, possibly even younger till about till 31, basically. Mm -hmm. And yeah, throughout that time, I didn't really know why I had it. I just identified with having anxiety and depression. Like it was what I was diagnosed with and I just thought it was something I would have to live with for the rest of my life. Um, but I'll, <laughs> it's funny, I was sitting in meditation this morning and there's just a thought came to me. I really shouldn't have been diagnosed with chronic anxiety. I should have been diagnosed with unhealed emotional wounds or emotional trauma. Um, because, yeah, I, I ultimately healed my mental health through like like he said, holistic health because eating well, movement, all of those things, like everything's connected. Your gut health is super important when you're trying to correct your like fix or shouldn't say fix, but like improve your mental health. Mm. Um, but mindset, mindfulness practices, but my biggest transformation took place when I was able to release emotions. Um, so, yeah, like I, I got into this work. I started as a health coach, because I was able to heal multiple health issues, physical health issues with whole food nutrition back when I was 23. Um, And so I started as a health coach, which sort of evolved into mindset coaching, which has now evolved into emotional empowerment coaching, because we are emotional beings, like everything that we do, all our drivers, they're all backed by emotion. And behavior as well like all of our behavior is backed by emotion so yeah when you can learn to understand befriend and see all emotions as beautiful basically and powerful then you can really step into your own personal power and realize your worth and create so much more epicness in your life basically absolutely that's so beautiful and I love that you really were able to improve all these different parts of yourself and I'm sure like every single person on this universe everyone goes through different things in their life you know and I think it's so beautiful when you can kind of say okay you know I'm not in the right headspace right now and I'm not really feeling my best and I think it's so it's it's such a powerful thing when you can kind of think okay, well, what can I do to improve that? And I know from my experiences, meditation and mindfulness is something that I absolutely love doing as well. Meditation has been an, 
and a very important part of my life. And it really has truly changed the way I think about things. And, you know, if I am in it, if I'm in a stressful situation, like I can really just kind of decompress and take a minute and just be like, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to do some breathing work and it really can do insane things. And like you were saying, like gut health, that's a huge one as well. I think it's so powerful when we make little changes in our world to really just be able to make a huge difference with how we actually feel. So I think that's, I think that's incredible that you kind of learned all this stuff and now you're helping others, which I'm sure is so, so rewarding. Yeah, it is so fulfilling and it lights me up every day hearing my clients wins and being able to impact so many people in this way because it really is everything and like you said like I remember the early days of my business and someone was like how do I just calm my anxiety and I'm like don't underestimate the power of your breath like Absolutely. sometimes it's, it's as simple as just stopping and taking a few deep breaths and releasing all the tension in your body um but yeah like a lot of us have these deeper deeper emotional wounds that need to be healed in order for us to really free ourselves from it. And that was definitely the case for me. Um, but yeah, everything is connected and it, and it all comes together beautifully. It's just a matter of being educated, which we aren't mm-hmm. educated. Like I had to learn all of this the hard way. So I'm avoid like helping other people avoid doing that. Um, but yeah, we, we're not taught how to truly care for our body, mind and soul, really. We're not taught how to follow our truth, has, how to stick by our values, how to actually process and release emotions, which is why a lot of us walk around with sort of emotional reactivity, anxiety, depression. Like they're all, I, I believe it's all from suppressed emotion. Mm-hmm. Not all, most of it's from suppressed emotion. Yeah. Right. And a lot of it, I think, from what I've kind of learned over the years and just the folks that I've talked to, a lot of it can also stem from like our childhood, like certain things that happened in our childhood or we lacked, you know, certain things from our parents or siblings or what have you. Um, And that can really make a huge impact of what our adulthood is like and what we lack or what we, you know, what we're craving and we're not getting. To be honest, 95% of it is from our childhood. <laughs> like, totally it is, yeah. yeah, like our subconscious, which dictates 95% of our behavior, is formed mostly between the ages of zero and seven. So you think about back to those early experiences, like we are dependent on other people for survival and love, basically. We don't know how to process our emotions. And if our parents weren't taught, if our parents didn't know or if the people caring for us didn't know how to help us move through that, then, of course, we're not going to know. Um, And that's the case for majority of us. So really every time I've released emotions and every time I've had breakthroughs in my emotional well-being and my anxiety, it's always, always stemmed back to my childhood. Mm, wow. Now, if someone is struggling with, you know, understanding their emotions, um, maybe they're really not good at expressing their emotions. Where do you usually start them out with like trying to get in the habit of like really understanding how they're feeling? Yeah, well, that just made me think of 
I'm listening to a Teal Swan book at the moment on Audible. Um, I love Teal Swan. She's incredible. But one of the things she said in her book was it's not our emotions that cause us pain. It's our resistance to feeling the emotions that cause us pain mm-hmm. or that you know create our suffering. Basically, she said it in different words, but that's ultimately what she said. And it's it's true. It's our resistance to actually feeling our emotions that keeps us in this loop of creating more and more suffering. Right. Um, and so the thing that I would say to people is like stop and drop into your body. Like a lot of the time our thoughts are attached to our feelings, um, but a lot of the time we're so in our heads and that's sort of anxiety, isn't it? We're going around and around in our minds, creating this whirlwind in our minds, overthinking, like being stressed out, which creates further emotions in our body and it just ends up being too much. Um, but when we can stop and drop out of our heads, drop into our body and feel into our body, emotions are just energy and they are being created in our body. So you can feel where that emotion is in your body or where how that emotion is forming in your body, whether it's in the form of heat or t- tightness, like a bit of tension, whatever it is, if you can be with that emotion in your body, you can just allow it to be there, like accept it without judgment, allow it to be there, and then ultimately let it come out in whatever form it needs to. So if you need to cry, cry it out. Like if you need to scream into a pillow, scream into a pillow because like I do that so often and it feels so good. Right. Um, but it's about allowing those emotions to flow through you as opposed to thinking that it's not safe to feel your emotions. And a lot of us unconsciously, have that belief that it's not safe or it's wrong to feel certain emotions like sadness, anger, you know, resentment, whatever it is. We, we're taught from a really early age that it's not okay to feel or express those types of emotions and we unconsciously push them down. Like that's just our subconscious belief, right? And that stems from like whoever we're growing up with telling us that you know, stop crying, you've got nothing to cry about, um, you know, you've got nothing to be angry about or whatever you were told in your early early days ultimately is what you're going to believe as an adult just in a different form. And, yeah, so a lot of us don't realise that we actually don't feel fully safe in expressing our emotions, but truthfully it's when we can re- express them that we are able to free ourselves from them just like teals once said it's it's not the emotion itself it's the resistance to the emotion wow and that makes complete sense because right we a lot of us are taught like oh well you know adults don't cry or girls don't cry or or men I mean I think men's mental health has such a bad stigma around it it's like oh if you're a man you don't cry like all that stuff I think is trash like like I truly horrible it's like uh, like a man is supposed to be like this strong tough guy and just never be able to share his emotions but I am like I I think everyone should be able to express themselves and be able to feel comfortable sharing their emotions with their loved ones or the significant other, whatever, whatever the situation is. And I think it's, it really is. There's such a tough stigma around that. And I'm really, I'm really wanting to like break out of that, like, and just destigmatize it because it really is such a, 
it's such a hard thing for people to comprehend. Like, no, it's okay if you're a man, no matter what person you are, it's okay to have emotions and to let them out. Like you were saying, I loved when you said like, scream into a pillow if you need to, or cry it out. Like, cause nine times out of 10, when you cry, you feel so much better after because you just like let that emotion go. And then you're like, okay, I'm good now. Like it really can be so powerful to really like truly comprehend what you're feeling and I think checking in with yourself reflecting is something that I always try to do with yourself but also like in relationships you know how do we think things are going like how do you know have I been off lately like I think that this could be why and just really really being able to discover new things right yeah yeah this is this is exactly why I journal every single day because it helps me work through my own thoughts and like where things have stemmed from just helps me reflect but yeah I completely agree with what you said about men like it's it's possibly even worse for men because they're told to toughen up or Mm -hmm. like just get over it um you know be a man grow some Right. Or they go out, go out with their friends and they're like, oh, don't think about that. Just have another drink, you know. Um, so they're not free to fully express themselves. This is for everyone really. But like men especially, like you said, and that's why so many men walk around with so many anger issues and, and like pent up anger and right. like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 so, yeah. And, and I mean, suppressed emotions like that's energy that you're kept you've kept trapped in your body right that can manifest in so many different ways like you're going to see reactivity like short fuses anxiety depression but it can also manifest in physical issues as well like I have an autoimmune psoriasis when I started this work Mm -hmm. the flare-ups like they're gone yes it, it was all ultimately suppressed emotion that was causing my flare-ups in my psoriasis interesting that's so interesting because I I have psoriasis too and I I notice it does flare up during certain situations or if I get strep throat it goes crazy it's 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 very very interesting um like when things can change and it just like fires off or it's like really calm it's it's it is very interesting wow Uh, I can't believe you I know when you said that I was like oh my gosh like some people don't even know what that is and for anyone listening if you don't know what that is it literally is just an autoimmune it's basically when your skin essentially like grows on top of each other and it causes like depending on which one you have like red or white like scaly little uh patches like on your skin um yeah I've had it since I was a kid and and it really is interesting how sometimes it will flare up and then sometimes it's like completely fine and I'm totally clear. Yeah. I mean, I've had a couple of stages through my life where it's covered 90% of my body, like literally from my neck down, it was all over me and it was horrible. It's so itchy. Like you bleed, like it's, it's horrendous when it's really bad. It is. Um, It really is. It's not fun. Definitely not fun. Um, So let's get into a little bit of Um, emotional empowerment and really what it allows us to do so when people are able to really express their feelings control them understand them what are the huge benefits of really like comprehending all of our emotions and what what can we really gain from that yeah 
But I think it's important to recognize that all of our fears, all of our insecurities, they're all backed by emotion. Like when I have had insecurities show up in relationships, when I'm able to go and sit with that instead of reacting and like projecting that that onto whoever I'm seeing, like my partner, um, I if we've gone and sat with that insecurity and felt into my body, I've been able to release it and neutralize that insecurity, neutralize that emotion. And it ultimately has stemmed back from like from past relationship trauma or from my childhood. Mm. Right. So it's like I could have, and I'll, I'll tell you one instance of that. So I wasn't getting a response back from the man that I was seeing. And I was like getting really stressed about it. Like I was, I was thinking, oh, what, like, what's he doing? Is he off seeing someone else? <laughs> like all of these thoughts were coming up. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I wanted to text him and be like, what is going on? Where are you? But then I was like, wait a minute. I knew, I knew enough at this point that like this wasn't on him. Like he's got his own life. So I went and sat with that and was able to sort of cry it out. And I realized that it's just my past relationship trauma that was showing up for me. So I've had pretty um, like emotionally abusive, dishonest, um, yeah, traumatic relationships in the past, toxic relationships in the past, which ultimately have stemmed from my childhood as well. But that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, and I was able to cry it out, neutralize that. And then I think it was like within that, within the half hour, I got a message from him just, mm-hmm. just like nothing was happening. You know, he wasn't doing anything. He was yeah. just doing whatever. And he messaged me back. And it's like, I could have easily caused an argument, caused some sort of like <laughs> disharmony in that relationship, just from projecting my own stuff that was, had nothing to do with him. It was all on me. So there's that there's like um when you can fully know your emotions you can ultimately go back in time and heal what has happened to you in the past in your childhood Mm. if you can feel out those emotions that you weren't able to feel as a child or give your inner child the love that it that he or she needed back then you free yourself in the future you can change your circumstances behaviors experiences going forward as well because emotions are energy, it can stem from like releasing emotions, understanding emotions, embracing all emotions, knowing that you have to experience those lower vibrational emotions to experience the highs. There's that contrast. You can't have dark, you can't have light without dark. Mm. But then you can use your emotions as well at the other end of the scale to actually manifest a, a new life, like new reality, basically. You can use it to manifest what you truly desire in your life, whether that's a relationship, more money, like a new career or whatever it is that you want because emotions are energy. You are, if you can influence your emotions to create a higher vibe state, you become more magnetic for that thing that you want. And that's another thing that I practice every day in my journaling practice as well is just getting myself in that higher vibrational state ready for the day ahead. So it puts me in the right energy for the day. I can show up better. I show up with more joy. Like I ultimately create more joy before I even start my day and that's what I try and teach people like you can instead of having your emotions control you you can be in control you can be in the driver's seat and you can ultimately create whatever life you want from that wow I love that and manifesting is so powerful because I do I really truly believe that 
the energy that you exude out, you really get back to, right? That's, I mean, they always say like who you surround yourself with. And if you are hanging out with, let's just say successful folks that are really happy and they give off amazing energy, you're literally just going to attract those people. And same with, if you're like that, like you are just going to be in such a, I feel like, like solid relationship, solid friendship, solid, like yourself, like you are solid. Like I, I really truly believe that it just exudes, like when you have great energy, people, people pick up on it. People really truly notice that. And I think it's so beautiful. And I, I'm, I actually have done a podcast all about manifesting because one of my girlfriends is like, she, she, brought me into manifesting and just kind of told me about it and I started doing it and it truly can work like if you if you let the universe know what you want like and you believe it you say it you you know you speak it out loud you write it down like it will come and it will it will happen I truly truly believe in manifesting it it can be so unbelievably powerful yeah well it's it's true like it's it's science really isn't it yes when you stand yeah it's it is it's it's not woo woo it's actual fact and I think this is another thing we're just not educated on at all I guess when we're all in our power and we know what we're capable of what would um who would profit from that really (laughs) totally I love that I'm gonna have to listen to that episode on manifesting because yeah it lights me up it's so interesting it really is it's it's so so interesting and so beautiful now when when you were talking about overthinking I think that's something that so many of us do and it can be very exhausting like when your mind just like doesn't shut off and like I I know for me personally when I have an overthinking moment or you know, I try to do some meditation or really just be like, Janae, is that really happening right now? No, it's not really happening right now. You're just thinking all of these things. But besides meditation, what are your other tips on like something like a critical overthinker? Yeah, I mean, I can't recommend journaling enough. Like when I know, I know a lot of people struggle with journaling, but when you can get into the flow of it and when you have some guidance around what you should write or even just have some prompts to get you going like it can be so so powerful it basically gets all of those thoughts out of your head and onto paper um my journaling practice every morning looks something like free writing for half a page to a full page um just getting everything out of my mind like whatever is on my mind in that time it's all on the page then I practice my gratitude and then maybe do a couple of affirmations, maybe thank the universe for whatever is about to happen for that day ahead or thank the universe for whatever. And then I will have a couple of different ways to get myself in like a good feeling state for the day. So I've got different prompts for that and I I kind of switch between three or four at a time. Um, But, yeah, if people like that for overthinkers, absolutely, that'd be my number one thing, like journaling. But as well, like, I think overthinking is also stemming from emotion. Like you might have one thought that creates an emotion in your body that then creates another thought and then you've just got these con- this continuous loop in your mind It creates a story about yourself or about the situation and then you buy into that story and almost believe it to be true and then it's, and then, right. yeah, it's like, and that, that leads to then anxiety, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. And so my other tip would be to, again, drop into your body and really feel that out because if you can release the initial emotion, you can then find clarity Mm. on your thoughts. Yeah. Clarity. I mean, that, that right there is like the golden ticket, I think. Like once you can really just like release that, it's like, oh my gosh, like all this stuff in my head that I was thinking of is nine times out of 10, probably not going to happen. I mean, I do this all the time and I'm definitely, it's something that I constantly have to work on and, and kind of like jumping to conclusions. And then you're like, you really have to like kind of stop in your tracks and think, is this worth my energy to kind of keep on thinking of? Right. And it's so, it can be very difficult to really like try to dead stop but I love the journaling idea I think that's I keep on saying that I need to start journaling I do do a lot of like like lately I've been reading a lot of books which I've been really enjoying and just like kind of like escaping reality almost for like a little bit and really just instead of like staring at my phone for two hours I'm like no Janae you're gonna you're gonna read a book you're gonna you're gonna learn some new things and I think that that's a really great way to kind of just escape and really do something and read something that you're interested in but um I personally love taking notes like for so many different things in my life so I think I could really benefit from journaling I think I think that's such a beautiful tip I love that yeah I think most people could definitely benefit from journaling and I love that you read books too like yeah there's so many powerful books out there I think that's probably the best tip that like anyone could have is just go and start listening to books on audible or go and start reading and just expand your mind right and affirmations I absolutely love too I think that can be such a powerful tool and once like similarly to manifesting when you say something out loud like over and over again over again you will believe it and that's I mean that's pure energy and that's beautiful I think as well and just really truly telling yourself like I am whatever you know whatever the affirmation is I am beautiful I am worthy of love so on and so forth I think it really can be such an impact on how you feel about yourself which I think kind of goes into a little bit of um, self-love which I know you said that you've experienced so much and just learning from you know confidence and um, really truly you know giving yourself what you need so I would love to know, um, you know, what is, what do you define as self-love? I think self-love, the, the most radical act of self-love is doing that deep inner work, mm. is sitting with your emotions and allowing them to be there. It's recognizing the more challenging parts of your life and embracing them with love the more challenging and painful parts of yourself that you're resisting or you're pushing down embrace them with love and compassion as well so it's really about embracing your darkness Mm. because like I said before without the darkness there can't be light and so this is the thing with the affirmations like I Affirmations are really powerful, but unless you believe them and unless they're in harmony with your subconscious, a lot of the time it can be really, they, they may not have so much power. Mm. So, for example, if you were to say I am worthy, but on some level, whether conscious or subconscious, you don't actually believe that you're worthy, then it's not going to 
be as powerful. You really need to dig up why it is that you don't feel worthy, prove that belief wrong, and then once you've got some evidence like backing that belief, then you can affirm it and it actually makes more of an impact in your life. Like you start to believe it. It has more emotion backed behind it and emotion, like we said before, is just energy. Like if you're saying, yes, I am so worthy and you fully believe it and you, you like you feel emotional about it, that's when affirmations are really powerful. But yeah. if you've got some subconscious level, some con- subconscious belief that you're not worthy, it's probably not going to have a huge impact. So some people struggle with affirmations. They're like, I've tried and affirmations don't work. It's like, yeah, because you don't actually believe them. Mm. If you can shift whatever it is, whatever part of you doesn't believe that, if you can help nurture that part of you, shift that part of you, then they will start to make a huge impact in your life. Um, so, yeah, self-love really is embracing every part of you, including the parts that you maybe don't like, including the parts that um, you haven't been accepting so far. And ultimately, that's where your confidence lies as well is being exactly who you are. And so when you can release all of those beliefs, all of those um, unwanted emotions that have been sitting there since childhood, when you can free yourself from the conditioning of what you believe your life should be and really come back to the, the truth of who you are at a core level and reconnect to your higher self, that's where your confidence lies. Yes. And I know confidence can be such a, I mean, everyone I think has their high days and their low days, right? I think that's just, that's part of us, unfortunately. And and I think it can be such a, it definitely can ebb and flow. I mean, sometimes I have my days where I'm like, yes, girl. And then there's other days where I'm like, eh, I don't know what I, I don't really, I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> like, it's just, it is what it is, right? It's like, it's, it's definitely up and down. And and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, and I think really working on whatever it is that maybe you're struggling with and really trying to get to the root of it can really, and, and obviously our emotions are a huge part of that. Um, like if I'm eating well and I'm going to the gym and you know, I, I have like a cute outfit for the day. Like I am like, woohoo, I feel great. And then we get into these ruts where I haven't been to the gym in a month and I'm not really eating very good. Like it, it definitely can, I can feel it. Like I don't feel as, you know, my best self. Um, So what are your, I guess, recommendations on like really like focusing on your self-love and really like nurturing that and like really getting to your best self? Yeah. Well, I think we all have those times, right, where we might slip back a bit, where we might wake up feeling not so great. Maybe we feel like this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't have as much energy today. Mm. But if you haven't been to the gym in a month and you're you're beating yourself up, that is the opposite of self-love, right? Like it is self-love yeah. truly like waking up and being like, that's okay that I haven't done that. I forgive myself. I accept it. I love myself anyway. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to choose again today. Yeah. Like just choosing again. And yeah, that's ultimately self-love is just accepting, forgiving and embracing every part of your life. And especially when things are maybe a bit more challenging, like it's okay if you don't want to go and do an intense workout, like, 
your body's probably going to love you more if you allow it rest days if you allow um if you don't the stress of not doing it is is more harmful than not doing it right that's true yeah and I guess every day every day I wake up and I'm like what does my body need today yeah because I like going for a run outside I I like doing workouts but some days especially as a woman and we have different phases of our cycles right there are times through the month, there are times, there are days where maybe I've, I've done too much for the week where I just need to rest. Yeah. And so I'll do more gentler movements, like maybe a bit of flowy dance or maybe just a bit of gentle yoga or just a walk along the beach or something. But it's in connecting to your body and understanding what you need, what your body needs, what your mind needs for that day. That is the active practice of self-love, really. Yeah. And really listening to what your body needs. I love that. Cause it's true. Like some days we wake up and we're like, you know, I was going to go to the gym today or I was going to do this today, but I really, I do need to rest. And I actually, this just reminded me, I did a, um, a psychic medium reading. Um, and so, and she read me and she literally told me, she said, Janae, you are always go, go, go. She's like, you really need to focus more on like taking a break, relaxing and not feeling that guilt for, you know, just hanging out on the couch sometimes during the night. And she's like, you really need to just relax sometimes and let yourself say, you know what? It's okay, Jenna, you're going to sit down and you are not going to do the million things on your list today because you need a little rest. And I, and I've been actually trying to really do that for myself because I, I am just like a constant go-getter. Like I always want to be doing something and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's dishes in the sink. Like I need to do it. But sometimes I'm like, no, you know what? I'm just going to relax. I'll get to it, but I'm going to like, just, just hang out right now and just, just relax. And I think that that's, I think that's part of self-love and really listening to your body. And I think that is huge. I feel like a lot of people don't really they don't really understand that and they don't, they can't like, I don't, I don't know how I'm trying to say this, but I think a lot of people don't listen to how their bodies are feeling. Right. Yeah. That, yeah, definitely. And I mean, we look at the society we live in, right. It's fast paced. Yeah. Everyone's go, go, go. It's a very masculine like way of doing things. Everyone's got to get things done. They got to tick off their to-do list. They're stressed out if they don't get things done. But if we can <laughs> like pull ourselves out of that for just a moment and realize like nature isn't in a rush, yeah, we can flow with life. It's completely safe to do that. It's okay if things don't get done today. Everything is always perfect. Right. Like we are an extension of nature. Watch how nature operates, and you realize how unnatural we are living. Really. Yeah. like it is such an unnatural state and it's and it's not this is why so many people struggle with energy and struggle with health issues it's like because we're pushing ourselves so hard to get everything done when really there needs to be that balance or like yes balance, I balance is the right word but yeah 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 that's so true like they always say like work hard play no what is it work hard play harder yeah like it really needs to be like a life and work balance, but also like all the other things. Like sometimes I, and I think a lot of other people just struggle with that balance of like, 
I need a social life, but I also need to work out and I also need to do a great job of my job. And I need to have a, you know, I have to build my relationship and take care of the kids. And it's so, I think you're right. And society really does say you have to do all this stuff, but in reality, checking in with yourself and reflecting. And I love, I love your idea about journaling and really just being able to get it all out on paper. And then you probably are like, it probably feels really, really good to just like decompress and kind of just put it all on paper and just get it out there. Right. And, and that's a beautiful, I think that's a beautiful way of living truly. Yeah. I mean, everything can feel so heavy. Like you said, there are exactly. all of these things and it's like, shit, where do I start? Like, what yes. do I, I, I can't do this. And then it gets too much and you start putting yourself down when you don't get things done. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can drop the expectations of how you think your life should be, or if you can drop the expectations on yourself, you can just flow with it. And mm-hmm. ultimately, things get done. When you allow yourself time to rest, you are more productive. Um, yes. I found that as well. Like, I grew up with the belief, um, and this came from my dad and watching him in his business. I, ca- I grew up with the belief that you have to work really, really hard to earn money. Mm-hmm. And so, I would find myself working ridiculous hours through the day and never, ever having felt like I'd done enough. And like I had to really shift out of that and be like, wait, it's it's safe for me to slow down. Like I don't have to work really hard. I can actually, no, you know what? I, have, I can actually earn money when I only work a couple of hours a day. Like we're, we're shifting into this kind of new way of living now, a new paradigm, but we don't have to grow up with the beliefs that we were taught as children that ultimately dictate our life and what we expect of ourselves in our adult life. Um, We can completely recreate that and live how we want to live. It's just a matter of tapping into the subconscious, making the, you know, subconscious conscious so that we can create a new going forward. Wow. That's powerful. (laughs) You just nailed it. That was... (laughs) That was so beautifully said. Um, any other last thoughts before we get into our game? Yeah, I guess the only thing I want to say is like that can sound really, everything we've talked about can sound really, really overwhelming to some people. Mm. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can start small. You can start really small. Like just start with listening to books or doing some journaling and the more you get into it, the more insights you'll have going forward. And I mean, I've got a, like a whole program based around all of this work, right? <clears throat> you can kind of learn it and implement things one thing at a time. And I think mm. instead of thinking, oh my God, I've got to get I've got to get from here to here, just be like, actually, it's okay if I don't get to here right now. I can just do these little things and it's going to gradually improve my life. And ultimately that's the only sustainable way to do it. So just start small is my last last little piece of advice. I love that. It's like baby steps, just one tiny thing like and it can really get you to where you want to be or you know setting your goal. I think I think that's a really good way to look at it. Beautiful. Awesome. Are you ready for our game? I'm ready for the game. Okay. All right. So the first one is fruits or veggies? Veggies. Veggies. Um, pizza or pasta? Oh, geez. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> That's my do. I love pizza. 
Um, do you prefer burgers or tacos? Oh my God, these are hard questions. <laughs> I found it eats it easier answering the earlier questions about emotion. <laughs> um burgers burgers <laughs> um would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything eyes that film everything love it if you had to only online shop for the rest of your life or in-person shop for the rest of your life online online love it would you rather wear ball gowns every day for the rest of your life or wear swimwear every single day for the rest of your life? Swimwear, 100%. <laughs> Love it. Could you imagine wearing like massive ball gowns every day? I think it would be so crazy, but it's <laughs> it's an interesting thought, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or the ability to talk in all languages and speak, or I should say speak in all languages. Talk to animals. Talk to animals. Love it. Would you rather live by the ocean or live in a cabin in the woods? Ocean. Ocean. Would you rather direct a music video or direct a movie? Oh, music video? Music video. Love that read minds or have the ability to fly ability to fly yeah you... i used to have a recurring dream as a kid that i could fly <laughs> oh that's so cool i think it would be really i'm surprised we haven't figured that out yet like come on people i want to <laughs> i want to know how to fly it would be so cool i mean i guess there are those little jet packs that you can put on but like i feel like those are not really a popular thing i don't know <laughs> Um, would you rather live without movies or live without music? Live without movies, easy. Yeah, I need music. <laughs> I love music. It's that's also something that can really like change your energy, like and just your emotions can be so like happy or like a song can really trigger you and be sad. Like there's so many different emotions that I think can come from uh music. As well, it's a beautiful way to release and it's stagnant energy in your body is to dance. Yeah. Like I, I try and incorporate dance in most of most days. So it's beautiful. I love that. That's so nice. And it, it is. It can be so it can be so soothing too. Like just just really like relax you or like pump you. Like there's just there's a lot of emotion behind music and I love that. Um, do you prefer a manicure or pedicure or a facial? facial facial love and the last one is sunrise or sunset oh no <laughs> can i choose both they're both magical oh my gosh <laughs> you, totally, you totally can i mean that's i mean nature is beautiful so i t i totally say sunrise and sunset love it <laughs> Well, this was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here today. Let everyone know where they can connect with you. Yeah, the best place to find me is definitely on Instagram at it's Tara Swan. So I-T-S-T-A-R-A-S-W-A-N-N. It's Tara Swan. And yeah, I put out a lot of free content on there. So definitely connect with me on there. If you've listened to this, I'd love to hear from you. Um, I love connecting with new people in that space. So 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your incredible advice. And thank you for everything you're doing in this world. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Huge shout out to Tara for this incredible conversation. I literally learned so much and it was so incredible to hear her journey and just share her knowledge with us and experiences because that is what, you know, this podcast is all about as well as just really learning from each other and being able to spread awareness about these topics. I hope you guys learned something as well from this episode and I would love for you to connect with her and I hope that you check out some other episodes. You know where to connect with me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media networks. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and check out my merch. I have really cute stuff on there. And I also have my new website. You can check out all of the episodes are on there and how to become a guest on this podcast if you are interested in doing that as well. I hope you guys tune in for another episode of My Naked Mindset next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye!